0: Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the energies of transiting Chiron in Aries as it stations direct on December 19th, 2021 at 8 degrees 26 minutes of Aries. Now, this is a transiting energy that's working with all of us, with every single person on the planet, as it's transiting through a specific part of your chart where you have Aries energies. And this transiting Chiron in Aries is significant because it's been going back and forth over this part of your chart since May 2020. So May 2020... September 2020, March 2021, and finally here in December 2021, as well as January 2022, is where this transiting Chiron has been working with you. And if you have any planets or points between 7 and 9 degrees of the cardinal signs, which are Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, then this energy has been working with you more personally, and especially if you have planets or points in these early degrees of Aries. So there has been an ongoing healing experience with this Chiron in Aries in this particular part of your chart. And as Chiron stations direct on December 19th and then moves forward, it's going to move past this energy in your life and you could feel a turning point. You could feel a relief, a sense of you've worked through something significant, something that was very personal or vulnerable something that really perhaps took away your sense of confidence maybe it felt like it damaged your own self identity so we're going to talk about that in today's show because this transiting Chiron in Aries since it's working with all of us individually it's bringing up this understanding of your self identity and who you are now as well as the new parts of yourself that you're developing confidence in. You're developing a new level of courage as well as independence and the ability to do something on your own. So you want to identify in your chart where this transiting Chiron in Aries is as that house is the area of life where the healing has been required. The energy of healing has been required and where it's perhaps even brought up some of your fears, doubts, insecurities, tears, a sense of I can't do this. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I have the capabilities or the skills to do this. The Chiron energy really brings us down into parts of ourselves that reveal that wound, that reveal that vulnerability and can even feel like it takes away a part of yourself at first. And that is, in fact, what this Chiron in Aries does, is it removes parts of your self-identity that are outdated or expired, that are perhaps even, they've been locked in some kind of energy that you've had to work through. Through So this brings up, for example, that energy of fight or flight or freeze, where there can be those responses that are triggered by something that you're not confident in. That Aries energy can also bring up what you would typically fight for, where you would take a stand, where you would be strong in yourself, but Chiron comes through and weakens it. And so it can develop into that energy is frozen. Something has been locked that you weren't able to access or understand. And then Chiron and Aries comes through and disarms. The energy. So instead of being a soldier ready for war or ready to go to battle, Chiron removes the shields, removes the swords and the ammunition and all the protection. And then you start to feel incredibly vulnerable and open because Chiron disarms and removes that. It's an ego energy in Aries, but it's the energy of this is who I thought I was and now it's being dismantled. So this is also why we have this very fascinating trend right now of people going into some very deep personal work, especially related to trauma, to abuse, to something that happened to them earlier in their life, perhaps in other lifetimes, something that perhaps you never thought twice about, or you never really looked into. Well, then Chiron comes in and says, actually, there's something here for you to understand about yourself. Because if you don't address that wound, if you don't heal it, it can turn into something that unconsciously festers or becomes more damaging over time. It becomes a bigger weakness or something that, unconsciously works against you. So the gifts of this Chiron in Aries energy really strips us down to the core of something. It removes your external guards or defenses. It takes off the armor, puts down the shield, and looks at where have I been shielding myself? Where have I been constructing particular energies such as an ego or a defense mechanism in order to protect this part of myself that I didn't realize was there and now I'm really in it now I've really had to work with it so keep in mind that this energy came in strong starting in April May 2020 and now at the end of 2021 going into January 2022, The energy is shifting and it will shift based on as much as you have healed, as much as you have addressed it, as much as you have looked at it. And so it brings up the Aries energies and Aries themes that you may have or hold if you have planets or points in Aries, but if you do not, it's still working with you to help you dig in and understand more about your own unconscious programming, conditioning, and perhaps ways you've been moving through the world that you weren't aware of. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It's a masculine energy, a fire sign, a cardinal sign. So it is about initiations. It is about new beginnings and what you want to create next. It's about the sense of self from a subjective standpoint. It's your own self-identity that you've formed and created that you've come to understand about who you are. This Aries energy, when it's in a healthy expression, gives you confidence and gives you courage to go out and live life based on what you want. This is the desire to be an individual, to follow a dream, to try something new, to initiate, to be a leader. The lower expressions of Aries can show up as being very combative, where you're always fighting for something and you might not even be aware of how you're coming across, This is an energy of being perhaps childlike, impatient, impetuous, wanting things your way and only your way, not wanting to share your toys, needing to be number one at any expense, no matter who you hurt. And this can also be very competitive energy, too. So, there's always a scale or a spectrum of energies. And in fact, if you have planets or points in Aries, you might identify with this full spectrum of energies depending on a situation or a person or a relationship in your life. For example... If you have an older sibling, it might be that when you're around that older sibling, it brings out some of your childlike qualities. And that's simply because of the fact that you grew up with this person, and that's the dynamic that is in place between the two of you. Or maybe you have a friend or an acquaintance that you're naturally competitive with because you played sports together, or you grew up in an environment that wanted you to be competitive or supported that. So that energy would then be amplified in those connections. So it's important to note that we can have the full spectrum of energies in every astrological sign, but with our rising consciousness, we can see it clearly, we can own it, and we can understand it. So, with this Chiron in Aries energy, what happens is that Chiron comes through and highlights the weakness, highlights the vulnerability, or highlights the wound. Now, Chiron is known as the wounded healer. In Greek mythology, Chiron was a centaur who was known for his wisdom, his ability to heal, his understanding of medicine, his ability to find solutions and to work through problems in a non-traditional manner, to have more of a holistic approach to what is going on. So, the themes of Chiron bring us to these non-traditional approaches or understandings of what's been happening that's been triggering a wound or causing a bruise or hitting a boo-boo. You know, it's that energy of what's going on here. In order to understand it, we need to look at it from various angles and address it holistically. So ultimately, Chiron energy can be a wonderful teacher and a guide to more wisdom, to understanding what's really going on below the surface and to get into more of the intricate workings that's going on within ourselves. So of course, we can look at this through emotions, physicality, spirituality, energetics, There's so many layers that we can understand a problem at. This is what Chiron gifts us with, but at first, something hurts. It hurts. It doesn't feel good. It's damaging. And in Aries, it can feel personal because, again, Aries is the sense of self. It's how you know who you are. So there's something that could feel like it's been damaging to your sense of self, to your capabilities to what you thought you could handle or do on your own. And because it's disarming, it takes away anything that you've built up or constructed to protect yourself in some capacity, from any perhaps attacks, so to speak. And I don't necessarily mean literal attacks, but there's this understanding that the Aries energy, because it has no problem going for what it wants, it's aware that when you go for what you want, when you assert yourself, it can stir up various energies or reactions from others. So when we have Chiron and Aries, we're getting more into the heart of why we're motivated to do something We get into more of the deeper layers of who you are, what you're about, what you want, what is important to you. We go into understanding who you are as an individual on your own terms and depending on your chart if you have in your astrology chart planets that support independence, that support doing your own thing, going your own way, standing on your own two feet, then you're naturally accustomed to what that means to be an individual or to be independent. So this energy could feel like it's been challenging maybe a part of your independence or requiring you to be more independent, to do something new on your own terms. And maybe it was something you were forced, quote unquote, forced to do, meaning you weren't consciously choosing it, but the energies lined up or things played out in a way that you had to go your own way. You had to stand on your own. You had to follow what was true for you and not compromise. So this energy can bring up how well you're doing that, how you feel about doing that, because it can be easier for some and more difficult for other people where you naturally want to work with others. You either want to cooperate or partner or be on a team or part of a group. But the Chiron and Aries energy is where we're each being required to do something on our own terms and to face those insecurities, to face those vulnerabilities. And this is so you can look at the origins of those vulnerabilities. You can look at where did this start? Where was this initiated? Where have I felt this energy before? And then before you know it, you're sitting in a psychologist's office and you're talking about your inner child. You're talking about your early childhood years. You're discussing how you grew up. You're discussing the first times in your life when you maybe asserted yourself or wanted to do something on your own or demonstrate your independence. You're describing how maybe scared you are because this is the first time in your life you've put everything on the line and you're following your own path. You're following your own dream. So this can be a big theme for entrepreneurs. This can be a big theme as well if you grew up as an only child or if there was something in your life that you always had to do on your own. You didn't have support. You didn't have others there to fall back on. You had to figure it out. And again, it goes into some of those deeper energies that are associated with the root chakra, which is about survival and also about, again, that fight or flight or freeze energies where you're understanding maybe some of your own unconscious habits and if those are still working for you because it could be that Chiron is showing you that it's time to heal this. It's time to change this. It's time to put into action the next steps, plan or pathway that supports your independence, that supports your courage, that supports your ability to stand on your own and do something on your own terms. So, this is different for everyone, of course, but this is understanding that Chiron in Aries first feels like a weakness. Again, it can feel personal. It can feel like something has happened that's required you to be on your own. And you can feel like, well, I didn't choose this. This isn't what I thought would happen. This isn't what I thought I wanted. And I'm scared. I'm terrified. I don't know if I can figure this out. I don't know if I can do this on my own. I've never been here before. And you can have a sense of even, again, being frozen, even that sense of not feeling like you know what to do or how to move next. So if this is relatable in any area of your life or anything you've been going through, that Chiron in Aries is also where we have to dig deeper into ourselves, dig deeper into who you are, what you're capable of, and what you're able to figure out on your own that's going to help you to move forward. So again, this will depend on how well you do on your own, meaning if you are independent, if you find that motivating, if that's something that you're familiar with and you've done other times in your life, then you're going to have an easier go at it. It's going to feel more natural to you, but it's also going to feel more challenging If this is the first time you've had to do something that feels significant or big and you don't know how, you don't know if you're able to, and you could really doubt yourself. So I want to validate that because the Chiron energies can bring up so many layers of ourselves that are unhealed that it can feel overwhelming. It can feel scary. And you can even sink into places of depression or discouragement because you maybe feel trapped or you don't know how to move the energy. And one thing that is unfolding here is that you're spiraling into more of yourself, into more of your own energy field, and into more of who you are. And so it can also feel like you're learning to trust yourself in a whole new way, And maybe you've never done that before. You've never been here before, where you're looking for those answers within and trusting what's rising up. Now, Aries energy wants you to move forward and wants you to begin, wants you to take action and move ahead. And if that has felt like you've been in neutral or stalled out, well, Chiron Stationing Direct in December is going to help with what you're ready to move towards next, as well as perhaps open up some of those answers, wisdom, and understanding that perhaps you weren't hearing clearly. Or you were hearing and not trusting. The Aries energy moves fast and it tends to have a gut level response where you respond right away to something and you give that immediate yes or you have a hesitant, "Mm, I don't think so, no, no. So the Aries energy moves fast and you could feel it physically. It's almost like your body has to move. Your body needs to do something and your body is signaling to you where the energy is rising and what you're meant to do next. So there is a connection here with the physical self that's very important. And in fact, that could be one of the themes you're experiencing with Chiron and Aries where you're developing a new relationship with your body. With your health, your nutrition, you have new exercise habits, you have new ways of eating or honoring your physical vessel. Chiron and Aries can bring our attention to what's not working in our bodies or in our physical selves and where we need to establish new habits and try something different or new. Now, because Chiron has been moving retrograde and direct across a certain point of your chart, it's doing the renovation. It's an ongoing renovation in a part of your life that started in April, May 2020 And will finish in January 2022. So keep that in mind that even though Chiron stations direct December 19th at 8 degrees, 26 minutes of Aries, it's still going to be hanging out at 8 degrees for most of January. So it's almost like there could be a slow momentum building or you could feel like things are finally picking up and gaining traction, but it's still necessary to go slow at times. And think about this as when you're healing or recovering from an injury. If you hurt your ankle, your foot, your leg, and you're really ready to walk again. Well, maybe you're on crutches for six to eight weeks and then you wear one of those boots. Well, it takes time. Healing takes time. And that's what Chiron also brings about is the sense that what we're going through takes time. But in Aries, we want it to be faster. We want it to be done. We want a quick fix and quick healing. But you're working with other energies that are supporting you in doing something new. And it can take time for that foundation to be fully established. So even while we're healing or stepping into something new, we have to be very compassionate and kind to ourselves where we don't have these crazy high expectations of how it should be, or we don't have these unrealistic understandings of what should happen next and how fast we should get there and what we should do when we arrive, because this energy tends to be slower moving in order to ensure that the healing really takes place and that the healing really really sticks. Because Aries is impatient though, we can have a sense of it's not working. It's not happening. Nothing's progressing. I don't see this playing out yet. Because that Aries energy wants it right now. No, actually the Aries energy wants it yesterday. So what we're learning is how to pace pace ourselves, manage the energy, manage the expectations, go slow, be nice to yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you're trying something new and it's taking you multiple times to try it. In fact, I just got a new toy. I got one of those one-wheel boards. And if you're familiar with board sports, you know that they're pretty awesome. And they're these one wheels that you learn to balance and manage your energy differently. And it just takes time. Even if you already know how to ride a surfboard or a snowboard or a skateboard, it still takes time because you're learning something new on a new piece of equipment. So I'm going slow with it, being smart, being safe, allowing things to develop, allowing the new muscle memory to form. But it takes time and it takes practice. So there's something that you're practicing here with Chiron and Aries. Again, it started over a year and a half ago, so maybe you're tired of practicing. Maybe a part of you is done. You're like, well, no, I really thought this would happen by now. I really thought something would have stuck. I thought I would have mastered this. And what we're unconsciously doing is turning on ourselves, Instead of understanding that some things just take longer, it just takes more time and it is what it is. So if you can alleviate any self-imposed expectations around whatever new thing you're doing, it's going to help with looking at what is really being formed and how it's okay if it takes longer than what you expected because at least it's moving ahead or it's growing, or it's developing. At least something is happening, even if it's not on the timeline that we expected. Now, the other thing that this Chiron and Aries can bring up is that you're having to face a fear. You're having to face something or do something on your own that you don't feel good at. It's something new and different. Maybe, again, it's something that you wouldn't consciously choose, but here you are, you're in the situation or you're in the circumstances where you've got to try it, you've got to put yourself out there, and this is where you can summon that Aries courage to figure it out, to try something new, to just see where it goes, and to not be too hard on yourself if it isn't exactly what you thought it would look like. Now, the reassuring thing is that throughout life, we're always experiencing something new and different. How many new jobs have you started? How many places have you moved to? Or how many new things have you explored? Whether that's a hobby, a sport, something you do for fun, a passion. We're always doing something new throughout various phases of our lives. But it's often when it feels really personal or that it's a big, big deal that It becomes bigger in our minds and in our energies and can also trigger our fears where we don't have confidence, where we're not sure we're going to be good at it, where you don't want to make a fool of yourself. None of us wants that. None of us wants to look like an idiot or come across like a jerk or come across like we don't know what we're doing. I mean, we have all these parts of ourselves that we're trying to maintain. You know, we want to be in our sense of confidence and project good energy and look strong and put together and that we know how to brush our hair every day. There's parts of our sense of self that we want to demonstrate with confidence. But when we do something new, we're learning. We're figuring it out as we go, and we might not feel fully confident. And one thing you can do is that if you're in this place of really feeling a lot of fear coming up, whether it's through doubts, vulnerabilities, insecurities, maybe it's even really questioning something, one thing you can do is actually look at your other options next in order to dissipate some of that intense energy. So for example, a lot of people have a fear of public speaking. And public speaking where you get up in front of people in person or online and you're needing to communicate, make a point, maybe be persuasive. There's something you're demonstrating, but it's all eyes on you. And that public speaking is known for being a really big fear for many people. And actually, historically, the research is linked to public speaking becoming a fear around junior high, middle school years, because that's when Many people had to first present in front of a class or they had to get up in front of their peers and maybe there was something that went wrong or something was awkward or you were make fun of. I mean, there's so many different ways that can play out. But that's where the research is, is that it's usually around those formative years that We're self-conscious, maybe of your appearance or body or something, and you then have to be in front of others and talk about a school project or present your research or a book project or whatever it may be. But what happens is that something typically gets ingrained or imprinted in us around how we present ourselves. Now, this is the Aries energy. And so when you look at public speaking and showing up and doing something in a manner in front of others, it can bring up many fears, many doubts that maybe aren't even about your conscious adult self. Maybe what you're really accessing are the energies of your 12-year-old self or your 14-year-old self or something else in a previous experience that was a really big deal for you and you weren't able to move through it well at the time. So when we think about a fear, such as public speaking or whatever it might be for you that comes up, what you're really looking at is not only being prepared and having the right skills and practicing and being able to develop what you need so that you can present yourself with confidence, but also in order to dissipate the energy is to look at what you're going to do next, what you're going to do afterwards, where you want the energy to keep moving forward so that it doesn't get stuck in almost that anticipation of something that can create a bigger fear. So here's my example. You know you have a public speaking event on Thursday and you're preparing, you're practicing, you know you need to be ready for it, you're a little bit nervous, but that's okay. Butterflies are okay. It means you're alive. It means you can handle this. It means you're excited. It means there's energy to move. And so you do all you can to prepare for the public speaking event on Thursday But it could help you to have something else to look forward to on Friday that helps you get through Thursday, that helps to move that energy forward where you know that, okay, Thursday isn't the end of the world. It's not the last day. There's more to look forward to, even though this is a big event or a big deal for me. I'm going to do something else on Friday that I'm really looking forward to so that I can keep moving the energy forward and I can also temper the energy a bit where maybe that event on Thursday isn't such this huge mammoth big deal. It gets shrunken down a bit because you're more energetically balanced and you know you have something else to look forward to on Friday. And so not only does that move the energy forward and give you perspective, which is very important, especially when you're dealing with a fear. A fear of any kind can lock you into a certain time frame. You want to have a bigger perspective. You want to be able to move the energy forward. You also want to have something you look forward to that lifts your energy back up or gives you a sense of empowerment, a sense of joy, something that really helps you remember what you are good at. So if you're not sure how Thursday is going to go, then there's something on Friday that you look forward to that you know you're really good at. So see how that moves the energy and how that helps you maintain a sense of balance and to not go too into the fear or too much into a temporary situation. Chiron and Aries can be very focused on the now, on the present moment, on what's happening today, 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 but you need perspective. You need to stretch out the energy or stretch out the timeline so that you can enjoy the present moment, but you're doing so from a balanced place, that you're able to find a sense of balance regardless of what happens or what plays out, where you're not separated from all of your power Choices or energy. And I really wanted to give this example because Chiron and Aries can bring you so much into the present moment that you lose sight of the fact that it's all temporary. It's going to move through. Something else is going to show up. Something else is going to support you. There's going to be more energy that carries you forward, but you can lose that perspective. You can be so much in right now. And you can be very consumed with yourself. And that is another expression of Aries energy where you can be Very wrapped up in your own world and in your own perspective that you lose sight of the other perspectives or an objective perspective. So that could be something that you'll need to find for yourself or even focus on so that you're also strengthening yourself. Now you can also apply this to being an entrepreneur or doing something on your own where you're taking a risk, you're taking a bet on yourself, you're doing something based on your own knowledge, expertise, and wisdom, but you're doing it on your own for the very first time. Keep in mind, millions of people have gone before you. Millions of people are doing this exact same thing, but the Chiron and Aries can be heavily focused on self. This is my world, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm wrapped up in, and You can forget to ask for help. You can forget that other people have been there and they can give you perspective. They can give you understanding. You can forget that you don't have to figure it all out on your own. You can learn from other people who have gone before you or who have done something similar. So part of working with Chiron and Aries is to expand the energy beyond yourself, to look beyond your own perspective or your own brain or what's right in front of you today and to work with more that may support you, that might have the right answers for you or that give you some solutions that are exactly perfect for where you're at and what you're doing. And if you've always been very independent or you're comfortable doing things on your own, that could be a challenge. That could be part of what you're moving through with Chiron and Aries is how do I ask for help? How do I know that others can work with me or assist me? There can be a lot of questions that come up where you're aware of what you can do on your own, but now you're looking at what you cannot do. Or where you hit a ceiling or you hit a wall and you're like, wow, I guess I can't do this all on my own. I guess I need to hire an expert for this or join a group that's like a mastermind for that. So part of this energy is understanding your strengths, but also where you need support and help and that it's okay to ask. And in fact, that is part of the growth and where there are new potentials that open up. Now, obviously, this is very personal to each person, and there might be certain themes here that you resonate with, and there might be some that you don't resonate with, but this transiting Chiron in Aries as it stations direct is going to give you an understanding of the deeper energies you've been healing. There's going to be more aha moments and wisdom around what's been going on for you personally that has felt very vulnerable, and yet you've moved through it how you can see it from a higher perspective, and how it's not personal, even though it feels personal at the time, or it can be something that you're more sensitive to. And one of the gifts of these slower moving energies that move forward is that there is a turning point. There is relief. There is something that comes about as a reward, an understanding, Something is shown to you about what you've been moving through and why it's been important for you. Again, for you as an individual at a personal level, something that maybe you're not openly discussing with others or you don't just share, but you know what it is. You know what it's about. And that is the gift because there is a lot of self-healing here with Chiron in Aries, where when you apply the time, energy, and effort to the injury, the healing occurs. The transformational part of it shows up, which is where you can also make a pact or a promise to yourself that you're not going back. You're not going to do something again. You don't want to redo. You don't want something to unfold in the same way. You're shifting an energy within yourself that is supporting your self-identity and revealing what is complete. So as we move into 2022, Chiron is going to stay in the second deacon of Aries. Between 10 and 19 degrees, that's the second deacon of every sign, And Chiron travels specifically now between 11 and 16 degrees of Aries. So it's going to open up some more of these Aries energies in your chart, but it's also moving forward so that you can take the energy forward, take the lesson forward, take the healing forward and know what you're capable of now. Because Chiron moves so slowly, these can be life-changing decisions or events. These can be energies that you understand that you're not going to participate in or contribute to or it's something within yourself that you're no longer going to activate Because you're changed, you've healed, something has shifted within you at a very deep, deep level of your being. And of course, that happens based on the level of healing work you've done around that particular wound, injury, or part of yourself. If you want to learn more about these Chiron energies, I strongly recommend reading a book by Barbara Han Clow, about Chiron energies. You can read about your natal Chiron, or you can also read about more themes associated with Chiron in Aries. I also recommend the Chiron book by Melanie Reinhardt called Chiron and the Healing Journey, as that may also give you insights into your own healing journey in this lifetime. So as Chiron stations direct December 19th, it will move forward. It will still be at 8 degrees of Aries into January, but then it will move forward. And again, this is where you could have a sense of relief completion, you've turned a corner, the intensity has lessened, something has shifted in you because it's been healed. So again, this will be more applicable to you if you have planets or points between seven or nine degrees of the cardinal signs, but it's also going to be something that maybe you felt and you've been working with depending on how this transiting Chiron and Aries has been showing up for you in your life and in your chart. So thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast episode. I'll be back every Wednesday and Monday for another podcast episode. And please be sure to check out my YouTube channel where I release new videos for you every Friday, as well as other teaching videos that you might be interested in. You can find out more about me over at online. And I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and as I mentioned, YouTube. I look forward to connecting with you again soon through this podcast, and I'm wishing you a beautiful day ahead. Take good care.